is the Carl DeMasi Sports Report. Excited to be back here again to talk about local sports. That's what the show's about, local sports. Sponsored by Optum Orthopedics. You want to hear about your favorite local athlete, your favorite local team, your favorite local high school, middle school, Pop Warner football team, YMCA basketball team, City League. That's what it's all about. Let's talk about it. Let's let people know about it. On ESPN Radio, Savannah Hilton Head, AM 1400, and FM 104.3. Good morning, Savannah, and welcome to the Call of the Mossy Sports Report brought to you by Optum Orthopedics right here on ESPN Radio Savannah. AM 1400, 104.3 FM, WSEG. And remember, it's all part of the Southern Pigskin Radio Network. I'm Carl Demasi. It's a beautiful day outside. It's 66 degrees. We're going to have a high of about 83 today. I mean, what more do you want? Sunny out. We have the Masters going on here in, in Georgia. The Masters Golf Tournament, legendary. We have a, a big NGA uh, professional golf tour, tour down there in Sapelo Island, right there in the Golden Isle, where the main studio is. We got so much going on. We got the Susan Coleman. Uh, <laughs> we have the sorry, the Susan Coleman Race for the Cure going on right now downtown Savannah. We got a lot going on here in Savannah, Georgia. We got the spring football games going on Savannah State tonight at six o'clock at TA Wright Stadium. Georgia Southern at twelve o'clock. Uh, the, the 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 G Day, the Georgia Day up there in Athens. Football, spring football. I can't believe how much how much. Our, our, our area gets psyched up for spring football. I mean, so, you know, it's spring football. It's not Rick, but we get to see what the future is going to be, what's going to happen down the road down there in July and August and get ready to kick off. Uh, just so much going on. I'm Carl Demasi. I'm glad you joined me. I'm here every Saturday morning from 9 until 11 and we're talking local sports. That's right. We're talking local sports. If you got something to say, you got something you want to talk about, you got a youth team that's doing unbelievable. A youth sport, not youths. Okay. I know my cousin Vinny. That's my cousin Vinny. Youths. Okay. Uh, youth sports, uh, little league, uh, club football, I mean, whatever it is, club soccer. Give us a call, 920-4441. I want to hear from you. This is what the show is all about. It's about you, the fan of local sports here in Savannah, Georgia. We got an indoor football team coming here. It's going to be called the Savannah Steam. Where they're going to play, I don't know yet. If anybody has any information on that, give me a call at 920-4441. I remember when we had indoor soccer. I loved it. Great name. Savannah Rugrats. My kids loved it. We would go as much as possible. Now we're going to have the Savannah Steam. I don't know where we're going to play it. Is the Savannah Civic Center big enough? Are we going to go across the river to the convention center? I'd like to know. Let me know. I'm excited. we got another sport, a professional sport here in Savannah, Georgia. Of course, the Savannah Sandnats doing great. Uh, they're in first place. So uh, let, let's talk about the Savannah Sandnats. Braves, okay, everybody's panicking. Oh, we don't have a pitching staff. Hey, but I'm telling you right now, they're stepping up. You know, Coaching sports or playing sports, you're going to get injuries. And you're going to have to have the guys that step in. You're only as good as your backups. So right now, the Atlanta Braves pitching staff, their backups are doing a great job. Freddie Garcia's got them together. Great job up there in Atlanta, Georgia. Well, what do we got on tap today? We got a lot to talk about. And remember, my theme of this show is local sports. Okay, and what better way than in the first hour to talk about the greatest Savannah Athletic Hall of Fame class of 2014. Yes, that's happening May 5th. We're going to induct our local 
our local Savannians into the greatest Savannah Athletic Hall of Fame. And, and I mean, it's something special. You live here. You played sports here. You went out in the world and, and, and you know, in Major League Baseball or uh, you did something good for society in, in sport. And that's what the greatest Savannah Athletic Hall of Fame is. They honor the local Savannians who do great jobs and who have an impact on local sports in Savannah and across the United States and wherever they may be. And the man that sits on the board and he does a great job with the Savannah Morning News, writing his golf column every other uh, Saturday, Sunday morning. And we'll have Stephen Elmo Weeks talking about that. It's going to take about two segments because there's a lot of people we want to talk about. And Stephen Weeks has the knowledge, has the information, has the... Uh, the whereabouts and whatabouts and what's going on here in Savannah sports. He is a Savannian, so I'm excited about to talk to him in the first two quarters of the first hour. Then we'll close out the show. The second hour we come back, close out the first hour, not the show. The second hour we come back from 10 until 11, we'll talk to the Weatherton Chiropractic Clinic Athlete of the Week. This guy is a state champion in wrestling. At 106 pounds, Class 5A from Effingham County High School, wrestler Isaiah Royal. Okay, state champion. And it happened about a month ago. And uh, his coach called me, nominated him, and that's what it's all about. You have an athlete that you want to be the Weatherton Chiropractic Clinic Athlete of the Week, just give me a call, 912-507-9158. Text me. Okay, give me a shout out on my Facebook page, the Call of Demasi Sports Report. Uh, give me a tweet at KD Sports Report. I mean, there's so much, there's so many ways to get information to me. Just let me know. I want these kids on the show. So Isaiah Royal, 5A state champion for the 106 pound classification in wrestling. He'll be on in the second hour. We'll be talking to Gator Rivers, the man that's doing a lot for the Alzheimer's Association here in Savannah, Georgia. He'll be dancing. He'll be one of the dancing stars of the Coastal Georgia Alzheimer's Association fundraiser. He's got a three-on-three tournament coming up this week before he goes and uh, you know gets involved in that big golf tournament coming up. So uh, Stephen Weeks will tell us about that. So we'll have Gator Rivers on in the second hour, and then we'll close out the show. Like I do every Saturday morning, let's go to the high school scoreboard. Okay, we'll start out with the final scores from last night's game. I'm telling you right now, baseball, uh, there are so many teams jockeying for position. Uh, Dennis Knight put a great article in the Savannah Morning News yesterday about where everybody's going to fall into play. Well, in that 5A classification, Effingham, uh, Richmond Hill, they're battling for the top four spots. While Effingham took uh, one on a chin last night, losing to Ware County 2-1. to one. Jenkins must improve with Seth Gaspin back at the helm. They beat Bradwell 9-1. In 4A, South Effingham was second place, third place. Uh, while they dropped a tough one last night, they lost to Statesboro 3-0. Uh, in 3A, Islands High School trying to make it to the playoffs. Well, uh, this hurts their chances last night. They lost 5 nothing at Grayson Stadium to Southeast Bullock. In BC, what can I tell you about BC? They beat Vidalia 14 nothing. Chipper Wiley uh, pitches a no-hitter. Uh, just uh, Kevin Farmer took over the reins over there, and it, they changed the atmosphere of the field. They, they've done a lot of improvements. The team's playing much better. Had a great run last year. Had the town excited. Well, it's going to happen again this year. And, uh, you know, Yesterday, uh, they dedicated the field to uh, Brian Parker. Brian Parker played football and uh, baseball at BC. I had the opportunity of teaching him driver's ed, and I taught him driver's ed. I did the driving with him. His father's Pat Parker, great guy. Uh, just uh, tragically got hurt on the job. We lost Brian Parker while the field was dedicated to home. Sorry, the home dugout was dedicated to Brian Parker. There's a plaque there. Great, great. Great job by Kevin Farmer and the BC family to dedicate that to Brian Parker. In Class A, Savannah Christian, all over Montgomery County, 13-3. Them and Calvary Day School are in that. They're in the top 16 of that Class A private school championship. You know, Georgia High School had to split it. 
because the public schools weren't winning enough, so uh, they went to private. Which you know, I'm not, I'm not against. I'm not against. You know, everybody should be playing against each other. Okay. But and there's no public schools here in Class A that have anything to do with this. It's not fair. They should be there. Should be a, a state champion, public and private, all one division. But that's another story. Savannah Christian, thirteen three, on Montgomery County girls soccer. Savannah Christian beats Providence Christian three two five four in penalty kicks. Every player for the Red Lady Red Raiders, Raiders scored a goal on penalty kicks. Great job, uh, Calvary. Ranked third in the state in Class 8, beats Irwin County 8 nothing. Boys soccer, Calvary boys beat Irwin County 8 nothing. Savannah Christian boys beat Providence Christian boys 4 nothing. In uh, Class AA, BC, who's been ranked, I think, eighth in the soccer polls for the last three, four, five weeks, took one on the chin last night. They lost to Atkinson County 2-1. Uh, Windsor Forest, 14-1. They went to 15-1. They're, uh, I think, 10-1 in their region. Glen Academy... Who beat them three nothing is third rank is a as the third ranked team in class five A. Windsor Forest has a date with them at the end of the season. Uh, Windsor Forest beats Effing Academy one nothing. They go fifteen and one overall in the season. The only loss to Glen Academy. And they're ten and one in region play. Girls golf, St. Vincent's beats Portal ninety two one oh nine. And uh I gotta send out two shout outs. One is the South Effingham golfer Harrison Stafford. If you didn't follow the story, he tweeted back to uh, a golfer that, that the golfer had free tickets to the Masters. Well, Harrison won those tickets, went up there, and Harrison's one of our outstanding prep golfers. Great job, Harrison Stafford at South Effingham. And former Islands High School Shark, Josh Richardson, now who is at Flag Flagger College down there in Florida, is part of their surf team team captured the East Coast College Championships Longboard Division. Way to go, Josh. Uh, colleges, we've got a lot going on. Armstrong softballs at Francis Marion. They played at um, one and three. Armstrong baseballs at Flag of College. Doubleheader. They won last night. Five in a row for the Pirates baseball team. The tennis team is home against Francis Marion. Savannah State softball is home against North Carolina State. Savannah State baseball is at Florida A&M. Uh, Savannah State holds their Spring game tonight, so make sure you, uh, uh, if you can get over to TA Wright Stadium, you'll see the 2014 edition of, uh, Coach Wilson's, uh, Savannah Tigers. Uh, SCAD, hey, you know what? SCAD lacrosse, ladies lacrosse. Hey, big time today. They're playing in the semifinals today to go to the national championship next weekend. They had a two-time defending national champions in the National Women's Lacrosse League. So, uh, the Lady, uh, B's up there in Charleston today, uh, take that back, Columbia, South Carolina, don't have a game time, don't have an opponent, but they're playing today, so uh, keep them in you know keep them in mind, and uh, hopefully they'll bring another lacrosse championship here to Savannah, Georgia. Remember, the Komen Race for Cure is going on downtown Telfair Square, started at 815. Remember, the Susan G. Komen Race for the Cure is a series, and it's the largest and most successful fundraising and education event for breast cancer ever created. And whatever is raised here stays here in Savannah, Georgia, for uh, breast cancer awareness. Your participation in this event is is always helpful. You can make uh, donations online if you need to get to the event. Remember, it's right happening right here today, the Susan Coleman Race for the Cure, right here in Savannah, Georgia. started at 815 Telfair Square, so they'll be downtown doing that. Well, this cannot be possible without my sponsor. Optum Orthopedics, they have 26 of the finest and best trained orthopedic surgeons in the region. They have a full-service outpatient surgery, digital MRI, x-ray services, physical therapy, hand therapy in one convenient location. Optum Orthopedics is your best choice for comprehensive orthopedic care, and they support our local athletes and our local sports, and they're doctor-led and patient-focused. The center is located at 210 East Durant Avenue, right here in lovely Savannah, Georgia. Or you can visit them on the World Wide Web at www.optumorthopedics.com. 
Optum, O-P-T-I-M, health, optumhealth.com. Next up, the columnist, Stephen L. Moeeks, telling us about the class of 2014 that is going to be inducted on May 5th into the Greater Savannah Athletic Hall of Fame. You're listening to the Call of the Monster Sports Board, brought to you by Optimal Athletics right here on ESPN Radio, Savannah, AM 1400, 104.3 FM, WSEG, and it's all part of the Southern Pigskin Radio Network. <laughs> to the Carl DeMasi Sports Report, sponsored by Optimorthopedics on ESPN Radio, Savannah Hilton Head, AM 1400, and FM 104.3. And I'm Carl DeMasi, and I'm glad you could join me for the Carl DeMasi Sports Report right here in Savannah, Georgia. It's also all over the internet at ESPNCoastal.com. Just go to that website, click on it, you can listen to me there. You can go to TuneIn Radio. Remember, that's TuneIn Radio. You can go to the app. You can go to WSEG Savannah. You can go to the ESPN Radio app now and listen to it on your smartphone and just go to the Savannah Hilton Head. Uh, just so many ways you can listen to the show, and it's great to be here. And that theme was probably, in my opinion, one of the best themes for for a sporting event, and that's the Masters theme, which is taking place up in Augusta right now. And uh, Bubba Watson has the lead, uh, 2012 champion, and uh, I think he buried like six holes in a row. But you know, we'll we'll talk about that with Stephen Weeks when we can connect with him. But uh, th- this next segment I think is special because the theme of this show, and, and the reason why I've done this when I started the Prep Sports Report back in 2000, and uh, Dean Mesh has taken over, and is talk about local sports, and that's what the Greatest Savannah Athletic Hall of Fame is all about. Our local athletes, local people, local organizations that contribute to the, the world of sports. And it goes on every year here. I think it was started in 1965. Uh, May 5th is this year banquet. We have the two, class of 2014. I went last year with something special, uh, a special to see a grown man cry, uh, uh, get choked up when, you know, he's being, you know, honored by his local community, and the man that knows a lot about this, he's on the board, he does a great job with it, he's joining us now on the ESPN Radio Savannah AM 1400 104.3 FM hotline, is the columnist Stephen Elmo Weeks. Good morning, Stephen. Good morning, Carl. Hey, it's a, it's a beautiful Saturday morning, I know you got to get to a soccer game, but, I mean, what better way than to honor and talk about our local athletes and our local organizations that contribute to the sporting world, and you know a lot more about this than I do, and let's talk about the Greatest Savannah Athletic Hall of Fame, Class of 2014. Yeah, uh, you know, Carl, you're right, the Greater Savannah Athletic Hall of Fame has been around since the 60s, and every year... We, uh, I'm on the board of trustees for the Greater Savannah Athletic Hall of Fame, and every year we induct four athletes, two citation recipients, uh, the Lawton M. Calhoun Award winner for the best high school athlete in the area, as well as um, we, we present a, a special award called the M.A. Spellman Special Award. Um, and each year we, we, we present these things, and we also honor the best high school athletes in several different sports. Um, so it's, you know, it's a pretty comprehensive <clears throat> way to acknowledge excellence in athletics and then contributions to our community in athletics. Um, it, uh, it's really a little bit more than just sports because we do try to find people who, people and organizations who, um, 
you know, who make an impact in the greater Savannah area through athletics. The citation recipients uh, are usually coaches or mentors or supporters or, um, in some cases, uh, you know, organizations that that promote, um, you know, good values and, and, and community stewardship through athletics. And then, of course, the M.A. Spellman, Award was just created last year. Last year it was presented to Gordon Varnado, the first one was. And now it, it's going to be awarded every year to, you know, somebody or some, somebody or an organization that, that just makes an impact but doesn't really fit into a category because there's so many different people and organizations in Savannah that are important to our community and make contributions, but they're not exactly a, you know, they don't exactly fit in any category. So we, we're just trying to find as many ways as possible to recognize all of the people and organizations and groups that, uh, that give us, uh, so much, uh, you know, so much, uh, pride and make so many contributions through athletics. Well, it's such a great, a great, great organization, a great way to honor these guys. And, you know, you have the athletes, you have the Lawton uh, Calhoun Award, you have the Citation Awards, you have the M.A. Spellman Award. But you know what? It's just how you guys volunteer to do this. Send out some love to the guys that are also on the board that help you. I know Earl Etheridge, who I could, every time I sit down with him, I can talk sports for about five hours with the guy. He's the president now. Tell us about the guys that are helping you out. Well, there's actually a ton of people. It's a it's a large board, but the president right now is Earl Etheridge. He has had a, he's got a long-standing relationship with high school sports um, in the state of Georgia. He has um, he has been a coach, an official, and an administrator for years and years, decades, and has had an enormous impact in the way that we uh, in the way that high school sports are played and in the way that things are done in Savannah, in particular. Uh, David Sipple is our vice president. Jeff Karish is the secretary. David Denhard is our treasurer. There's, there's far, there's, you know, there's 20 something members of the board of trustees. So, you know, it's a large group and it's a group that's committed to sports in, in Savannah. It's a group that's committed to, you know, to finding a way to honor, um, the best athletes and the, and the best people in sports in Savannah. We take it very, very seriously. Um, it's not a, uh, you know, it's not something we take lightly. We, we, we carefully evaluate all of the nominations we receive. And I think something that people need to understand, Carl, is you cannot be inducted into the Greater Savannah Athletic Hall of Fame unless you are nominated. We don't, the Board of Trustees does not choose who goes into the uh, Hall of Fame. The nominations come in from the community, and then we evaluate those nominations on a, on a, you know, based on several different criteria. And that's how the induction process works. I, I think a lot of people get confused about how the how folks are chosen. The only the only one that we really choose is we we choose the Lawton M. Calhoun winner. But again, that's based on. Pretty, you know, that that's based on statistics and performance, and then we do choose the EMA, the M A Spellman Special Award winner, and that's a little bit more subjective. It's a little bit more um, gives us a little bit more license, and we created that award, quite frankly, to have that freedom to choose somebody who doesn't fit in with the other criteria. So it's um, yeah, it's a lot of work. We we spend a lot of time doing this every year, and but but it's well worth it because when we have our banquet. 
it's wonderful to uh, to see how happy and, and, and proud these folks are when they're inducted. It's a big deal. You know, I sort of undervalued how big a deal this was until I got involved four years ago. This is an enormous um, honor for the people who are inducted, and they are absolutely thrilled. It's a part of their legacy. In a lot of cases, it's older older guys who, who, who maybe haven't thought about their athletic career quite as much, and now they get to remember it again, and, and usually they remember it with their friends and family, and it's you know, it really is a, uh, a special night every time we uh, every time we have these banquets. All right, before we go to break, we got about a minute and a half, two minutes here. Let's start off with one of them. Let's start with your 2014 Lawton Calhoun Award winner. Um, remember, the award is presented annually to the Outstanding Athlete from Chatham County as selected by the Greatest Savannah Athletic Hall of Fame. The award was established to honor Lawton M. Calhoun for his yeah. long support of Coastal Empire Athletics. Great thing. You guys pick it. Let us know. Talk about this kid right away. Well, I don't think anybody is going to uh, disagree with this one. The Lawton and Calhoun Award is going to go to Brad Stewart from Benedictine. Um, he is an incredible talent, one of the greatest talents we've seen here in a long time. He was the greatest Savannah Athletic Hall of Fame football player of the year in 2013. The Savannah Morning News has honored him. He's a class uh, He's a class 2 2A All-State second-team wide receiver. Uh, he had 30 catches for over 700 yards and 11 touchdowns. This year and helped BC go into the state semifinals. They finished 13 to 1. Everybody remembers that great run. In basketball, despite the fact that he got hurt, he still averaged 14 points and 8 rebounds and had four double doubles, but he only played half the season because of an injury. And as a baseball player, he, he can really smack it, but he can cover a lot of ground in the outfield. Everyone remembers last year he had that incredible, um, catch to end the game and send BC on, um, you know, into the state tournament last year. So, Brad Stewart is going to be our Lawton M. Calhoun Award winner, and uh, I don't think anybody will disagree with that. He's one of the most talented athletes in high school that I've seen in this area in uh, 20 years of uh, watching high school sports. Well, Stephen, I can I can vouch for that. I've been coaching and watching high school sports for a very long time, over forty years. This kid is a standout player, and you know what, Stephen? He's also a standout kid. And you know, he, he's very respectful. Uh, he comes, you know, with a, a lot of a lot of respect for his uh, elders, and uh, just carries himself with a lot of dignity. And I, I couldn't think of a better choice right now because he is probably the best. I think the best athlete in the city right now. All right, Stephen, can you hold on for about three four minutes while we pay the bills? Absolutely, man. And we'll get back and we'll talk about the class of 2014, the M.A. Spellman Award winner and the Citation Award winners. Remember, you're listening to the Call of Demasi Sports Report. We'll be right back with the columnist, Stephen L. Elmo Weeks, talking about the greatest Savannah Athletic Hall of Fame right here on ESPN Radio, AM 1400, 104.3 FM. And it's all presented to you by Optimal Orthopedics, and it's all now part of the Southern Pigskin Radio Network. And now, back to the Carl DeMasi Sports Report, sponsored by Optum Orthopedics on ESPN Radio, Savannah Hilton Head, AM 1400 and FM 104.3. And I'm Carl DeMasi. I can... 
I'm glad you could join me for the Call of the Massey Sports Report. And what a theme. In my opinion, one of the best sports themes, sports songs you could think of. The Masters theme, which has taken over hold on Georgia this weekend and the United States and the world. And uh, nobody better than to tell you about the Masters, which I hope we got time for at the end of this segment. But uh, the man that writes a golf column for the Savannah Morning News, Stephen Elmo Weeks, is joining us now on the ESPN Radio Savannah AM 1400, 104.3 FM hotline to continue talking about the greatest Savannah Athletic Hall of Fame. Are you back there, Stephen? I am, Carl. You like that theme, don't you? Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's one of the best around. Okay, let's get back to the greatest Savannah Athletic Hall of Fame. We talked about the Lawton M. Calhoun Award winner, Brad Stewart. Let's get into the Citation uh, Award winners now, Stephen. Yep, our Citation Award winners this year will be uh, Joseph O'Laughlin, who uh, a lot of people will remember if they played golf at Bacon Park over the last five decades. He has been a... Um, a, a, a mentor to many people. He he was a referee for a long time. He was a he started refereeing sports around here in the forties. He's a founding member of the Savannah Basketball Officials Association. But what most people remember him for is uh, the influence he had on, on young people and, and other people at Bacon Park Golf Course. He he was uh, influential in a lot of people's lives. He conducted youth sports camps. The Liberty Garden at Lake Mayer was named after Mr. Laughlin in 2010 for his heroism in World War II and his uh, um, and his work as a, in the community, uh, particularly you know with with youth sports. So he's a very influential guy. A lot of people my age will remember him because he was uh, he helped us out you know at Bacon Park off give us lessons and stuff. But the other Citation Award winner is uh, Chip Grayson. A lot of people know Chip. He's, he's been a very successful businessman, but he has given a tremendous amount of his own time and money to supporting um, sports in Savannah, recreational sports, uh, as well as facilities in Savannah. He's been a member of the Savannah Sports Council for about 20 years. He's served as the organization's chairman for three years, and, and he's been a part of just about every single Council that, that the Savannah Sports Council, a uh, committee that the Savannah Sports Council has, and he has also been the president of the Greater Savannah Athletic Hall of Fame for four years. He went a long way towards uh, helping us refine the process of, of inducting uh, athletes in citation. He standardized the process um, and modernized the process, and, and the Greater Savannah Athletic Hall of Fame owes him a tremendous that because he he brought us into the 21st century and and we're very grateful for the, the work and and the uh, time he put in to do that. He he is a special guy and uh, going up there and seeing him in the last two years run those uh, banquets. Uh, he really cares about what's going on here in Savannah and uh, like you said, great family. I had the opportunity and privilege to coach his daughter Lauren at uh, at Savannah Arts Academy and uh, just a great guy. He deserves it. I didn't know Joseph O'Loughlin, but I I've seen the sign many a time. It's great to find out more history about about. Savannians. Now let's go to the M.A. Spellman Special Award, which is given to the individual organization that has made a lasting impact on Savannah through sports in an unconventional but undeniable manner. This year's Spellman Award is going to go to the Savannah Shamrocks, the rugby team in Savannah. They, they were founded in 1978 really as just a way to, to, to have something to do to get together uh, by a couple guys, one of which I know pretty well, a guy named Tom Nelson. But uh, the Shamrocks have had a huge impact in Savannah, <laughs> dominantly through the fact that they, they host the St. Patrick's Day Rugby Tournament every year. 
they've got they've had hundreds of thousands of people come to Savannah for the rugby tournament over the years, and they have uh, they've contributed you know a ton of money to charity. They everything that they a lot of the money they raise the proceeds from that tournament will go towards the selected charity. They've they've given money to several different things, and more importantly, they just sort of represent the spirit and the culture of Savannah, Georgia. They they play hard, they party hard. But they always have a good time, and uh, we, we feel like they're a great recipient for the, the M.A. Spellman Special Award. And they bring a lot of people to Savannah, but, you know, the the, the, oh, yeah. the fairness of the sport, the sport itself brings a lot of people in. People don't, you know, if you, you haven't got a chance to watch rugby, I mean, it's unbelievable and the amount of people they bring into Savannah, Georgia. And Savannah, Georgia is known for sometimes its rugby tournament, so uh, great job there. Absolutely. All right, now, I know this is special to you because this is the class of 2014. They were nominated by friends, family members, and uh, that's what makes it so special that you have to nominate these people. So it's all yours, Stephen. There's four, four guys going in. Yep. The four athletes going in, the, uh, Jerry Templeton was a three star, a three sports star and five tool baseball player at BC from 1957 to 59. But, uh, he made his true mark on, on sports at the University of Georgia. He was a, uh, he, he was, uh, he got a baseball scholarship to play at Georgia. He lettered from 61 to 63 and he served as a team captain in 1963. He led the dogs in runs scored and home runs in 1962. And also while playing for UGA, Templeton competed in the summertime for, in the, in the, uh, in the Oglethorpe Baseball League, which was kind of a semi-pro baseball league at the time. He played in the Amateur World Series in Michigan three times and while at Georgia. He also was on the field. He was, uh, uh, for, for two very special, uh, uh, moments in Georgia baseball history. He was a third baseman when teammate Donnie Wojcin pitched a perfect game against Georgia Tech in 1963. And he also was a part of a triple play turned by uh, Carol Minnick, Tom Reed, and Tommy Perdue. They all teamed up to turn triple play also in 1963. So he uh, he had a tremendous baseball career at Georgia, and uh, he was probably one of the best high school athletes in the history uh, of, uh, of Savannah. Our second inductee is Billy Phillips. Phillips is a two-sport star at commercial high school from 1954 to 57. He had a football scholarship at the University of Georgia. Um, he actually only played up there uh, for his freshman year because he had some learning disabilities and some things prevented him from being able to do the school work. So he played with Fran Tarkington and Pat Dye, and his high school career is remembered as uh, is absolutely unforgettable. Uh, he caught 10 touchdown passes during his senior year he was a Savannah News Press Player of the Year. Commercial High's football team won the Savannah City Championship. He was also a tremendous basketball player. You know, but think about this. Phillips got 10 touchdown passes in the 50s. So, sort of three, four passes a game, maybe. <laughs> uh, so he, he was a game-changing wide receiver, Carl. And, and when you talk to people about him, they, they lament the fact that he didn't continue his career. He would have been an all-time great at the University of Georgia. Yep. Sam Stewart is our third inductee. And Stewart is often referred to as the Jackie Robinson of Savannah because he was the first black player to play in the Oglethorpe Baseball League. And that, that happened in the 1960s. He was a tremendous baseball player at uh, Tompkins High School. He was scouted by the Pittsburgh Pirates of Major League Baseball. Instead, he chose to play for Savannah Kilowatts. And 
He won five MVP trophies and five batting championships wow. in the Oglethorpe Baseball League. Pitcher, he was overpowering. He uh, he pitched for several teams in different leagues. He struck out. He averaged more than ten strikeouts <laughs> per game. In 1964, he hit 462 in the wow. Baseball League as a, and became the MVP. He's also, uh, when he got older, he started playing baseball. He was inducted into the Savannah Softball, started playing softball, and has been inducted into the Savannah Softball Hall of Fame. Right. Uh, I think in a different era, Stewart was certainly a, a major league baseball talent, but, you know, that's the way things were back then. Yep. Uh, and then finally, our final inductee, Carl, is Ricky Huggins, who is widely regarded as the greatest slow pitch softball player to ever play in Savannah. He played professional softball in the 70s, 80s, and 90s. He was a national MVP, national MVP, nine wow. times. Um, he played on 22 national championship teams. He had 565 home runs in 1987 alone. <laughs> That's just that season. He had 565 home runs. Uh, he's, he's ranked 19th on the all-time world team and was named a member of the American Softball Association's 1990s Team of the Decade, as well as the 1990s Player of the Decade. Wow. Inducted into the uh, ASA Hall of Fame and the United States, United States Specialty Sports Association Softball Hall of Fame. He's also a member of the Savannah Old Timers Hall of Fame and the International Softball Association Hall of Fame. This guy was so good, he had a bat named after him that was sold all over the country. Uh, right. uh, it, it, Thompson Sporting Goods still has a few of these bats laying around, but he was truly... When softball was big, he was the biggest player in softball. I can vouch for that. Like, coming here, moving down here from New York, I knew about Vildasta High School, and I knew about Ricky Huggins, because that's all we did during the summer up there was play slow-pitch softball, and we had home run derbies, and uh, I'm telling you, you knew, you, knew, you knew that name, and it's unbelievable. I didn't know all the stats, but, man, does it help. 565 home runs in one season. Wow. All right, Stephen, let's uh, give them the uh, specifics about how they can go, how they can uh, come uh, honor these people, and uh, take it away. So the induction, the induction banquet is on May 5th at the Savannah Civic Center. Um, it'll start around 5.30, and tickets are $25 a piece. The best way to get tickets is to call 351-3852. Tickets are $25 a piece, and the best way to get these tickets is call 351-3852. <clears throat> There'll be a little cocktail reception before... The induction ceremony starts, and then we will also be presenting um, high school athletes of the year in several different sports, but, you know, we haven't announced those yet. Uh, right. We've chosen them, but we haven't announced them yet, so we'll, that'll be kind of a surprise if you get to come to the banquet. Um, it should be a great night. It always is. The, the stories they, the, these guys tell are so touching, and uh, I think everybody have a good time with it. Well, Stephen, I appreciate it. I know we got about thirty seconds here. Quick, the Masters. Give us your uh, up, up, uh, your input on it. Well, you know, as a Georgia Bulldog fan, I'm excited to see uh, to see Bubba Watson play so well yesterday. I'll tell you what, though, I think Jordan Spieth may have it in him to uh, to be the first um, first time Masters participant since Fuzzy Zeller way back in '79 to win the Masters. I love the way this kid plays. He's got every shot. He's got guts. He putts well. I like Jordan Spieth to come back from the, you know, come out of the pack uh, this weekend and, and win the Masters, even though it's his first time in Augusta. 
Well, Stephen, I appreciate your uh, insight. And remember, he's also the rep for the Gator Golf Classic, benefiting the Dancing Stars of Coastal Georgia, April 28th. Just give him a call, and you can call him at 596-6016, and he'll help you get involved. They need whole sponsors. They need people to take part of it. Once again, always a great job, and i got to go. Good luck with soccer today. Thank you, Carl. And that's Stephen Weeks, as I like to call him, the columnist from the Savannah Morning News, telling us about the greatest Savannah Athletic Hall of Fame class of 2014. You also can go to their website. Very simple. GSA, Greatest Savannah Athletic, Hall of Fame, HOF.com. And you can find out more information. You can call them, get tickets, $25, May 5th, 912-351-3852. All right, we got to go to break. You're listening to the call of the Monster Sports Port. We'll come back and end the first hour. Once again, it's all brought to you by Optima Orthopedics, their doctor-led and patient-focused, right here on ESPN Radio Savannah, AM 1400, 104.3 FM, WSCG. And it's all part of the Southern Pigskin Radio Network. to the Carl DeMasi Sports Report, sponsored by Optum Orthopedics on ESPN Radio, Savannah Hilton Head, AM 1400, and FM 104.3. And I'm Carl DeMasi. I'm glad you could join me for the Call of the Mossy Sports Board every Saturday morning from 9 until 11 right here on ESPN Radio Savannah, AM 1400, 104.3 FM. And we, we got to send a big shout-out to the Savannah College of Art and Design Lady Lacrosse Team. Yes, uh, they, they are definitely on a rocky roll here. They're, they're not a rocky roll, but a rocky movie roll. I mean, coming up from nowhere, winning back-to-back national championships. They're going for number three. They start their uh, run today up in Columbia, South Carolina for the National Women's Lacrosse League Championship. Uh, three years in a row would be pretty sweet. And uh, what, what, what more can I say? I mean, I had coach on here a couple weeks ago. The girls are gelling. They haven't lost a game all year. I just hope I'm not, uh, you know, jinxing them like uh, Mike and Mike in the morning. But um, great job over there. And remember, if you're downtown Savannah, we have the Susan G. Komen race going on for the cure. The Susan G. Komen race for the cure. Remember, it's all about uh, breast cancer awareness. And uh, it's the largest organization. What's ever raised in Savannah stays in Savannah. If you didn't get there this morning, you can go to the website. Coleman Race for Cure, Savannah, Georgia. You can make a donation there. Uh, just a great, great organization. Great job. And uh, once again, one of the leading uh, reasons why females die in the United States. And uh, we're trying to find a cure for it. So great job. Just touched uh, dearly by that with an ant up in uh, New York many years ago. So uh, just uh, keep, keep that going. Don't forget, um, we got a lot going on here in Savannah, Georgia today. You can head over to uh, Savannah State at 1, one o'clock. The uh, ladies softball team takes on North Carolina State. Then at 6 o'clock, we got the, I guess you would call the uh, blue and orange spring game. Uh, see what Coach Ernest Wilson is putting on for us this year, the 2014 edition of the uh, Savannah State Tigers. That's locally. We got the Savannah State Spring Football, uh, sorry, the Georgia Southern Spring Game at 12 o'clock. You got the UGA G-Day at 2 o'clock. Georgia Tech doesn't play the next week. I don't want to leave out the Georgia Tech fans here, but once again, uh, local, uh, local, uh, 
University right here at Savannah State starting at 6 o'clock tonight. The Braves won last night. They beat the Nationals 7-6 in 10 innings. Uh, they're 5-4 and four now. They're in second place. Everybody crying, oh, they ain't got any pitching. They're not going to make it. Well, I'll tell you right now, Freddie Garcia's uh, got the Band-Aids out and they're doing a great job. Savannah Sandnats in first place. They won last night 4-1. to one. That's four in a row for the Sandnats. Uh, they're 5-3 and three there in first place. And uh, we can go on and talk about a little uh, what happened Monday night. I mean, it was a surprise to everybody. Okay, Connecticut winning the national title and calling, and, and they're being called now the basketball title town in the United States. It used to be UCLA in California. Now we're going to the East Coast and we're going to Stores, Connecticut to say that basketball is king and queen in course Connecticut because the girls won the following night. That's Two times they've done that in the last five years. The girls and the guys, the men and the women, have won national titles. Joining us now live from the studio in Brunswick, I know he doesn't have much time, is the producer, P.J. Zuko. Unbelievable, P.J., women's and men's basketball team winning national titles up there in Stores, Connecticut. Yeah, absolutely crazy, and they got two great coaches up there with Gino Oriema and Kevin Ollie as well. Kevin Ollie, a young guy that's definitely uh, hopefully going to stay at UConn. Uh, I don't see him going anywhere. That's his alma mater, and he said it's his dream job. So uh, Connecticut is going to be tough to handle, as they have been. Um, th- now, taking that title town away from UCLA, I'm not, I know they, they have a lot of history in women's basketball, and now they have a couple... A few championships in men's basketball as well. I think they're undefeated in national championship games across the board. But at the same time, we can't get away from history with with UCLA over there with all the stuff John Wooden did, seven straight championships. I mean, uh, I I don't know if I'm ready to give that to them just yet, but I I think they're nipping on the heels of UCLA. But I I don't think we can uh, take, take away history that quickly. That's pretty impressive what they're doing now. What, what have you done for me lately? And uh, most of the teams winning the national championships are on uh, the east coast of the United States. So it's been pretty impressive, fun to watch. And, uh, you know, college basketball, the big hype with March Madness and the the Quicken Loans billion-dollar challenge. I mean, there's just so much hype. And I, I don't know about you, PJ. I got, I got about 30 seconds. I'll let you go. I can't see them doing away with this format. I just can't see them doing away with it. It's just a great tournament excitement. What do you think? No, no way. They, I don't think they can go away from it. Uh, now 68 teams, you got the play-in games as well. And as much as Kevin likes to say those aren't real games, I think it does add an uh, aspect of excitement. Um, I, I don't see them ever going away from this tournament. And I don't think they should. Uh, it's an awesome format, provides a lot of excitement. And with the parity we have in college basketball today, uh, it, it's amazing to watch. Well, I'm telling, I'm telling you right now, Every high school basketball tournament, every state high school basketball tournament is based on that March Madness tournament. You can't do away with it. You can't. PJ, we'll get you in the second hour. Once again, you've listened to the first hour of the Call of the Mossy Sports Report. Thanks a lot for Stephen Weeks, the El- Stephen Elmo Weeks, the columnist for Savannah Morning News, doing a great job telling us about the greatest Savannah Athletic Hall of Fame inductions on May 5th. Next up in the second hour, we'll talk to Anthony Dooley Bryant about the Rashad Span Foundation. We'll have the Weatherington Chiropractic Clinic, Athlete of the Week, Effingham County High School wrestler, Isaiah Royal, and the man himself, Larry Gator. Rivers talking about Dancing Stars of Georgia. We'll be right back. Stay tuned. This has been the Carl DeMasi Sports Report, sponsored by Optum Orthopedics on ESPN Radio Savannah Hilton Head, AM 1400 and FM 104.3. <laughs> 
This is the Carl DeMasi Sports Report. Excited to be back here again to talk about local sports. And that's what the show's about, local sports. Sponsored by Optum Orthopedics. You want to hear about your favorite local athlete, your favorite local team, your favorite local high school, middle school, Pop Warner football team, YMCA basketball team, City League. That's what it's all about. Let's talk about it. Let's let people know about it. On ESPN Radio, Savannah Hilton Head, AM 1400 and FM 104.3. And good morning, Savannah and the Low Country. Welcome to hour number two of the Call of the Massey Sports Report brought to you by Optimal Orthopedics right here on ESPN Radio Savannah. AM 1400, 104.3 FM, WSCG, and remember, it's all part of the Southern Pigskin Radio Network. And you know, I say that every week, and first of all, thanks for joining joining me for the Call of the Mouse Sports Report, whether you're listening for five minutes, 15 minutes, whatever it may be, I'm glad that you can listen, and remember, it's all about local sports, and uh, we, got, we, we, we got to talk about local sports, because it, it's just, doesn't you don't get enough publicity, or enough ink, or enough uh, information, and I'm telling you right now, the guys that do, you know, the guys and girls that do the TV shows, they do a great job. Frank Slikowski, Stephanie Farratt, and the other guys on the other stations and the Savannah Morning News. But I, I just got to go on with Anthony Stastny's uh, editorial two weeks ago about what gets printed and what doesn't get printed or what gets on and what doesn't. You know, being part of the uh, uh, high school journalism team I was on and the, the college journalism team I was on, you only have enough room to put so many stories. And, you know, people get upset when their teams don't get in the news or people aren't talking about their, their son, their daughter because of their sporting, uh, the sporting, their sporting conquest, their, their awards, their championships. Well, you gotta understand, with mass media now, you can do it yourself. You can, you know, get out the publicity about your kid yourself. But you have to call these people. They're not gonna come looking for you because there's so many, so many events going on. Give them a call. They'll, they'll get you on. And like I say here every week, uh, coming up in the second part of my show, the second quarter, as I like to call it, the Weatherington Chiropractic Clinic Athlete of the Week, okay, which will have FEM County High School wrestler, sophomore, state champion in the 106-pound classification, Isaiah Royal. Give me a call, and I want these kids on. But I wouldn't, I, you know, there's so many kids out there that, you know, you got to help me out. You can Facebook me, uh, give me a message at the Call of Demasi Sports Report. If you don't have a Facebook, give me a call at 912-507-9158, 912-507-9158. Email me at kdemasi at uh, espncoastal.com. I mean, kdemasi at hotmail.com. Uh, tweet me at kdemasi, uh, KD Sports Report. That's what it's all about. And I, I wish people would realize that. And, you know, it, it, it's just... Uh, just it just bothers me sometimes when people don't realize you only got so much space, so much time to get this in. I got two hours to do this. I'll have five kids on if I get five nominations. Like I said, but you know what? You got to realize that they only got so much space. And Anthony Stastny wrote a great editorial two weeks ago in the Savannah Morning News on a Sunday. And uh, you know what? They're not neglecting anybody. Call them. Get the publicity out there. And it just so happens some people call more than others. And you know you got to do that. So in our second hour. We're going to open this up, and we're going to talk to the man that's running the Rashad Spann Foundation. Rashad Spann was taken too early from us a couple of months ago, and uh, this uh, man started the Rashad Spann Foundation, Director Anthony Dooley. He's joining us on the ESPN Radio AM 1400 and 104.3 FM hotline to talk about the ceremony they had last week and the winner 
of the first Rashad Span Memorial Trophy. How you doing, uh, Dooley? Hey, Coach, how you doing, Dave? Hey, I'm just talking about local sports and trying to get the word out there about what's going on. And what you're doing for your nephew is something special. We talked about it last week. If you don't know Anthony Dooley Bryan, he graduated from Gross High School, uh, outstanding football player, went to college, had a serious knee injury, uh, loves football. He's also the GM and coach of the Seaport Sharks, our summer outdoor football league. And if you get a chance this year, go watch him. He started the Rashad Span Foundation because his nephew, Rashad Span, who was a great basketball player at Jenkins High School, was the player of the year. His junior year was taken away. Too, too too soon from us, and uh, you can go to the flyhighbabyboy.com website to see more about this. So, Julie, uh, I know I'm rambling here. Tell us about the uh, ceremony last Sunday and uh, the winner of the first Rashad Span Memorial Basketball Junior Basketball Player of the Year here in Savannah, Georgia. Yeah, I appreciate that, Coach. Um, well, basically, you know, we uh, we started the award because Rashad won. Uh, MVP, the basketball, top basketball player of the year, his junior year. So we decided to uh, do a, a yearly award for the top basketball player in the Savannah area. Um, and it has to be a junior. And we will be getting with the coaches for next year to do next year's winner. But this year's winner was uh, Malik Ben-Levy from Jenkins High School. He was a junior. And um, he was an outstanding player. And it just so happens him and, my, uh, him and Rashad was – Real close friends, and um, it just so happened he won it this year at, at Jenkins Banquet, and we had a sold-out auditorium, um, which raised money for the school, and it, it was a very nice event. Well, if you, if you guys don't know about Malik Benley, he's one of the best basketball players in the area. He averaged over 14 points a game, two assists a game. He, he led Jake Lins to a, an overall 28-3 and record. Uh, I mean, he wasn't part of the only one, but there were other players there. But he was on my show, six foot five, getting a lot of national uh, recognition as being one of the top basketball players in the United States. And uh, what a great award. And it was at Jenkins High School in the auditorium, and it was the first Rashad Span um, uh, Memorial Junior Basketball Player of the Year Award. Got a tongue twister there, Dooley. We got we to gotta come up with an easier name. An easier name, yeah. <laughs> yeah, so, we do. <laughs> but anyway, you also got a lot more other events coming up, and you want to raise up more money and uh, help out more kids. Uh, tell us about the uh, events that are coming up. Uh, um, next month, uh, May 17th, we have a 12 and under basketball camp, um, which will be uh, coached by Rashad. Um, ex-coaches, um, they, they volunteer their time to come out and work with kids. Um, and we also will be doing it again on um, August the 9th. Um, and we are also, uh, on the 24th of May, we will be working with the Habitat for Humanity. And we will be building a house for unfortunate uh, family. And we would like, you know, wish our friends or anybody that want to be a part of this to come out and, um, help out so we're looking for volunteers uh we're looking for kids to come to the camp we get uh, a little bit more basketball training from the same coaches that coach Rashad when he was young and that's what's happening uh in the next couple of weeks we have may 17th 12 and under basketball day camp and then on august 9th they also have may 24th building up the community they're going to be involved the rashad span foundation is going to be joining up with the coastal empire habitat for humanity to uh help build a house and uh more summer camps going on they have an 18 under mini camp on uh from july 21st uh how many days is that going to run um anthony well the 12 and under camp will be a one-day camp the 18 under camp will be a two-day camp 
Okay, and then in August, August 19th and 20th, we'll have the Span the Man uh, B-Day. That's on uh, Rashad Span's birthday, three-on-three basketball tournament. You told me that's something special because Rashad uh, and a couple of his buddies won a couple of three-on-three three uh, championships, right? Yeah, yeah. That, uh, I think yeah. Uh, I think that's July, June, June nineteenth. I think. Um, my, my mistake. July nineteenth and July twentieth. Yeah, July nineteenth. Yeah. Um, yeah. He actually, him and uh, when he played at Groves, uh, him and a couple of guys on the team, the team from Groves, they actually won the tournament two years in a row. So we gonna and we stopped doing it, but we are gonna bring it back on his birthday uh, every year to raise money for the foundation and. Uh, all proceeds for the foundation goes back to um, nobody on the staff getting paid. Um, so all the proceeds go right back until to programs for kids in the area. Well, Anthony, uh, I know everybody calls you Dooley. I, I'm stuck on calling you Anthony. Uh, <laughs> this is Anthony Dooley Bryant. You know, he's the uh, uncle of Rashad Span, who was taken too early from us. He's uh, the director of the Rashad, Rashad Span Foundation. He's also the GM coach of the Seaport Sharks. If you want to get involved in playing football, semi-pro football, he's the man to get involved with. But uh, he's doing a great job, and I wish I could have been there last Sunday, but I had a prior engagement, and I heard it was packed. And uh, once again, the first Rashad Span Foundation Memorial Award was pre presented to uh, Malik Ben Levy from Jenkins High School. It's going to be presented to a, the top junior high school basketball player in Savannah, Georgia, from here on out. Keep up the great work, and uh, once again, update me on those uh, sharks, and uh, we'll keep in touch. And I, we got to get Malik back on here because he was an athlete of the week, uh, I think, about a month, month and a half ago. But we got to get him back on here to talk about this award, Dooley. Oh yeah, we'll get him back. Uh, hopefully, we can get him back on here pretty soon. And uh, one other thing, uh, I am the owner of uh, the Savannah Storm. Uh, semi-pro basketball team and that team will be coming back this year and we'll be dedicating this season to Rashad. Nice, Julie. Nice. So we got the Savannah Storm. You got you to gotta fill me in on these stuff. Give me an email, okay, buddy? All right, I'll get you that, and we'll, we'll help. We'll help get it out to the uh, local community and publicize it because you know it's in honor of a great kid. Once again, Dooley, thanks for taking the time, and once again, uh, keep us on top of what's going on. All right, thank you, Coach. And that's Anthony Dooley Bryant, the Seaport Sharks GM uh, coach. He's also now the. Uh, owner of the Savannah Storm basketball team, and he's uh, doing a lot of fundraising for the Rashad Span Foundation. Rashad Span was killed tragically about two months ago, uh, taken too early. And uh, i got to send a, a big shout-out, and I don't know if it's a shout-out, but it's something i got to say. We lost another high school student in this area the other day. Uh, even though he wasn't at a high school, he played football and basketball for the Coastal Athletic Homeschool Hurricanes. Uh, from what I understand, he was a great kid. They had a memorial service at the game the other day. Luke Hannon uh, on his way, I guess it was like 5 o'clock in the morning, on his way uh, to work, I think. Uh, car crossed over lane, hit him head on. Uh, Luke Hannon was only 19 years old. Uh, he just turned 19, senior, and he was considered a senior in high school. Uh, was part of that great basketball team over there, uh, Doug Collins, uh, David Collins. Uh, once again, too early, too soon. And, uh, you know, being a... Uh, being a driver's education teacher, uh, it just, you know, I don't know. They're doing away with driving. It wasn't his fault, okay? It wasn't his fault. It was the other driver's fault. But it just seems like we have to help, uh, uh, you know, curtail these uh, 
young kids dying too early in car crashes. And uh, once again, my condolences go out to the Coastal Homeschool Athletics, the Coastal Homeschool uh, families, um, and you know, may uh, Luke Cannon rest in peace. And uh, on that note, um, we'll be back for hour number two. Uh, sorry, we'll be back for quarter number two with our Wellington Chiropractic Clinic Athlete of the Week. Remember, this cannot be possible without my sponsor, Optum Orthopedics. They have 26 of the finest and best trained orthopedic surgeons in the region, a full-service outpatient surgery center, digital MRI, x-ray services, physical therapy, hand therapy, and one convenient location. Optum Orthopedics is your best choice for comprehensive orthopedic care, and they support our local athletes and our local sports. The center is located at 210 Eastern Avenue right here in beautiful Savannah, Georgia, or you can visit them on the web at www.optum, O-P-T-I-M, optumhealth.com. Next up, the Weatherington Chiropractic Clinic Athlete of the Week, state champion in the 106-pound weight classic. Weight classification, that's wrestling, and that's Effingham County sophomore Isaiah Royale. You're listening to the Cardinal Master Sports Report brought to you by Optimal Orthopedics right here on ESPN Radio, AM 1400, 104.3 FM, WSCG, and it's all part of the Southern Pigskin Radio Network. to the Carl DeMasi Sports Report, sponsored by Optum Orthopedics on ESPN Radio, Savannah Hilton Head, AM 1400 and FM 104.3. And I'm Carl Damasi, and I'm glad you could join me for the call. Damasi Sports Court right here every Saturday morning from 9 until 11 on ESPN Radio, AM 1400 and 104.3 FM WSEG. And, you know, uh, it's, it's, it's great to have the kids on, and we're at the, my, one of my favorite spots, or if not my favorite spot, the Weatherington Chiropractic Clinic Athlete of the Week. The skinny on this man is, he's only a sophomore, he's from Effingham County High School, and he's a state champion in wrestling. Yes, he won the 106-pound state championship division in the 5A classification. That means it's one step below the big boys. And uh, this year he had 38 pins. That means he took somebody down 38 times to win 38 matches. And he did that out of uh, 57 matches he was in. He had a record of 48 and 9. Like I said, he's only a sophomore. Last year as a freshman, he was one one match away from placing in the state tournament. Not bad coming back and winning the whole, uh, the whole caboodle. And, you know, I was just talking to his uh, coach, uh, Nico Gigino, who's been up there for a long time, does a great job with the wrestling program. And, uh, uh, I mean, the kid was never, never taken to the mat by anybody. And we call that a takedown in wrestling. Now, when there's, I, I don't know what it's called, and uh, hopefully Isaiah will help me here, but when you, you choose to go down on the mat in a, I don't know, we'll get to that in a second, but you choose to go down on a, you know, when you, you go out of bounds or whatever it is, I'm not really a wrestling buff here, but nobody took him and brought him to the mat, which is pretty impressive, and uh, and joining us now in the ESPN Savannah AM 1400 104.3 FM studio from Effingham County High School, state champion in 106-pound classification, uh, wrestler Isaiah Royale. Good morning, Isaiah. Boy. How's it going? Good, yeah. Good. I mean, it's it's Saturday morning. We're talking local sports, and uh, you're a state champion, which is is pretty impressive. And uh, I know you know you're kind of a little nervous. You're on the radio for the first time, but get up to the mic, speak louder. I mean, wrestling is a grueling sport. Okay, it's a grueling sport. I've watched it. Uh, I tried to announce it a couple of times when we used to have it on the internet cable uh, for another for another uh, TV station, and it, it's just it's, it's exciting. I mean, you're not a big guy. You're only 106 pounds. When did you start wrestling? I started wrestling in eighth grade. Um, 
My friend Anthony, he got me into it. Well, Coach Cusino, my sixth grade year, I was playing football. He came up to me, he's like, you know, you should wrestle. But, I mean, I wasn't really into it. I tried it out my seventh grade year. I tried it for like two weeks, and I wasn't that into it. In my eighth grade year, I decided to wrestle. So your friend got you involved in it, and you, you've been you've been doing really good. Uh, you know, as far as the sport, I mean, it, it, it's one against one, but we know the team the team gets into it. What do you appreciate so much about wrestling somebody else? What what, what do you enjoy most about wrestling? That's a better question. I like winning. Like, <laughs> I mean, you work so hard in the practice room, and you like to see your results in a match. And and you say the practice room. How hot is it in the practice room? Pretty hot, right? Yeah, pretty, pretty hot. hot. They want you to maintain weight. And, yes. Sir. I mean, that's part of the sport too. You got to maintain your weight so you can stay in that classification. Now, uh, we just talked about nobody's taking you down this year. Did you realize that? Well, nobody's throwing you to the mat. It was from area until state. Oh, but, but still, though, that's pretty impressive. Yes, nobody sir. takes you down, and you know. What do you think is your best skill? Is it the quickness? Is it the strength? I mean, because you got to be quick. You got to have skill. What What's your best skill, Isaiah? Yeah, I think of me on my feet because I'm quicker and I was pretty much stronger than a lot of people I wrestled in weight class 106. So yeah. Do, do you get involved in weight training? Are you involved in weight training? Yes, I mean, uh, what goes into your routine that makes you a better wrestler? Yes, sir. Work well. I work out on and off the mat. Like I lift weights every day after school. Right. And, and then I, you get on the mats and you work on your skills. Yes, now, sir. as far as routine, do you, do, you, do you do, I mean, do you wrestle outside the high school season or is it just high school season? I mean, do you travel to do this? Yeah, we travel. Um, I got a wrestling tournament next weekend. I'm still practicing for freestyle and Greco. So you still go on it? What, okay, now, what's the difference between freestyle and Greco? Freestyle, you can, I mean, you can do just about anything in freestyle. I mean, you can use a headlock? Side headlock, but... <laughs> <laughs> and in Greco, you can't touch the legs. You can't touch the legs in Greco. Yes, sir. See, I learned something new right here. So uh, how do you wrestle when you can't grab somebody's legs? Is that pretty tough? Yes, sir. All right, so you're only a sophomore. You've won the state championship, 5A, classification 5A, 106. Did you expect to do this year? I mean, you were one match away from last year. Do you expect? Did you expect to win the state this year? I mean, I kind of expected it. I didn't just, like, decide to show up and make weight and head and assume, I won, and assume that I won state. I had to earn it and work hard for it. When did you realize you had a shot at winning the whole thing? Area, um, sectionals. Sectionals? Okay. So you go area, which you wrestle the teams in your area. Yes, then you go to sectionals, which is team are out of the area. But you won sectionals. That's when you realized you had a good shot today. Yes, sir. And I'm Carl Demasi. You're listening to the Carl Demasi Sports Report. Uh, we're at the Weatherington Chiropractic Clinic after the week. I have state champion in 106-pound classification from Effingham County High School, Isaiah Royale. And if you don't know anything about Isaiah, he, he beat Seth Osborne of Ola in the championship round 3-2. to two, So that was a pretty good match. Okay. Four to two? Five to two. Five two. Okay, misprint. Five two. All right. Went on, uh, you, you know, you won the state traditionals in the 106 pound division when you beat um, a highly regarded Osborne there also. You, you opened the state traditional with a pin of Rome's Rosendo Aguilar and then pin Ware, Ware County's Zy Grant. So you earned the finals with a 6 2 win over Javier Lewis. I mean, so you had to go. It wasn't just one or two. You had to go through five or six wrestlers. Yes, sir. Man, that, that sounds pretty tough. Tell us about. What it takes to wrestle? What goes into it? How much stamina you have to have? How much strength you have to have? You, you got to be in shape to wrestle. You got to be in pretty good shape. And it's it's mostly a mental sport. How is it? How is it mental? You have to 
have the right mindset when you get on the mat, like, not this kid's going to beat up on me or anything. That you're going to beat up on him? Yes, sir. So you have to go out and get him, okay? Do you play any other sports? No, sir. So you spend most of your time concentrating on wrestling? Yes, sir. Okay. How about uh, in school, throw to sports? Do you do any extracurricular activities besides wrestling or just go be a student and wrestle? Yes, sir. All right, so now you're away from school. You're away from wrestling. You're away from Coach DiGino. What do you do to have fun? Play video games. Play video games yes, and hang out with your friends, right? Yes, sir. Now, you, you know, you guys had a great year. You had a couple of wrest other wrestles. Uh, uh, Cheyenne Hunt and um, Dalton Mydell placed third in the state. Anybody talk about your teammates? And first of all, I want to ask you this question, okay? It's an individual sport because you, rate, you uh, wrestle in classifications. There's 13 different wrestling weight classifications. And, you know, I'm just watching you guys at, at, at wrestling matches. How does it become a team sport? I mean, we. When we travel and everything, I guess we get closer as we travel and we get to know each other better. And uh, You're on the mat now, yes. okay, and, and you know, you're wrestling the guy in front of you. I mean, just watching your guys on the sideline, do they get you pumped up? Do you hear them yelling at you when you're in yes, the middle Yeah, we cheer each other on a lot, especially in duels and individual tournaments. And, um, There's a togetherness? I mean, uh, is there a bond? I mean, Yes, sir, pretty much. But you're with the same guys all the time, so you have to stick up for each other. Yes, sir. So, all right, now, you know, I know I'm, you know, you're only a sophomore and you're getting a lot of recognition here. What do people need to know about Effingham County Wrestling? I mean, you know, we hear about wrestling, but you guys are year in, year out, perennial state uh, wrestlers and state champions. I mean, you won a wrestling, won a wrestling champion back a couple of years ago when I was there. Tell us what people need to know about Effingham County Wrestling. I mean, we've improved a lot over the year. I mean, we beat where nobody expected that, and we're making a name for ourselves. Well, you know, next year you got to go into the six six A classification, right? Yes. Now you stay in five A. Yes, sir. Well, that's good. I mean, I heard you had to move up to six A, but that's good. That's right. Now, you know, I know he's listening to us. So he's sitting in the next room. Tell us something about Coach Gigino. What he brings to the wrestling team, and what what has he helped you with? He's a great coach. I mean, he we focus a lot on technique and all the small things. And most of the time, he works harder than us. <laughs> you you want to wrestle him? No, no. He's three times your size. I know that. So, but uh, you know, good guy. He cares about you guys. Now, anything going on during the summer? How many wrestling matches are you gonna go? Are there places that you want to go? Are there USA Nationals? Because I know now, talking to the kids that I teach now at Island High School, they're talking about freestyle tournaments. What goes on during the summer as far as wrestling goes? Um, in June, we're going to Ohio for it's a very intense wrestling camp. Jeff Jordan State Champ Camp. And hopefully we can, well, we're going to possibly get into some national tournaments. I'm thinking about going to Fargo. Nice. I have to qualify for Southeast Regional. Well, you know, the only way you're going to get better is to go out there and beat the best. And, you know, you're yes, going to find them across the United States. And uh, I had, a, you know, you're going to laugh. Uh, you know, back in the day, I had a guy that I coached play high school football while his son now won the New York State Championship. Just like you, okay, had to go through the same thing, and he won some national championship. And I'll tell you right now, it's pretty impressive the way you guys go out there and you do it, and it's hard work and seeing you guys. I mean, I enjoyed watching it. I enjoy watching it. A lot of, like you said, strategy. Now, as far as you're only a sophomore, so you still got two more years of high school, which, believe it or not, Isaiah, is going to go really quick. Once again, I'm Carl Demasi. You're listening to the Carl Demasi Sports Report. We're at the Weatherington Chiropractic Clinic Athletic Week Session. We have the state 106-pound uh, uh, state champion, 5A classification from Effingham County High School, Isaiah Royal. What are your expectations for next year? Um, work hard on and off the mat, and hopefully win another state championship. You think it's gonna? Be, you think it's gonna be tough? Yes, sir. Because people are gonna be gunning after me. Hey, you got it. You got the. You got the bullseye. You got the Superman uh, mark on your chest. They're gonna be coming after you. Well, Isaiah, keep up the great heart. Well, let me ask you this way: You plan on uh, maybe going to college to be a wrestler? 
Yes, sir. Has anybody got? I've never done this before. Has anybody uh, contacted you yet, or it's still very quiet? Yes, sir. Yeah, because you know basketball and football—they're recruiting kids in sixth grade now. So it's pretty, pretty unbelievable. But once again, you are this week's Weatherington Chiropractic Clinic Athlete of the Week, April twelfth, two thousand fourteen. Isaiah Royal from Effingham County High School. Keep it the great work. And uh, once again, you got to come back every year now with another state championship. Gino, go buy a ring. <laughs> <laughs> Only joking. Here's the plaque from Doctor Bart Weatherington. Just hang out out here. Congratulations. Hang out here while I finish the uh, segment. Thanks. Once again, Isaiah Royal from. Effingham County High School, 5A classification, 160-pound state champion, great, great job. Had 38 pins this year, 48-9 record, only a sophomore. Uh, and talking to his coach, nobody in the area took him to the ground. That means they, you know, they were wrestling and they had to put him on the mat. Nobody. Pretty impressive. Remember, this spot is sponsored every week. This segment is sponsored every week by the Weddington Chiropractic Clinic. Your back hurts, another body part hurts all the time. It makes you mad. The pain drives you crazy. You just want to pick something up and throw it across the room. While at the Weddington Chiropractic Clinic, you get complete chiropractic care, pain relief to help you move better, and have a less painful life, and of course, achieve a healthier life. So visit Dr. Bart Weatherington at the Weatherington Chiropractic Clinic, located at the corner of 70th Avenue, Waters Avenue, right here in Savannah, Georgia. Next up, we'll be talking to Larry Gator Rivers. Uh, he's going to be talking about his three-on-three tournament to benefit the dancing stars of coastal Georgia. You're listening to the Call of the Massey Sports Report, brought to you by Optimal Orthopedics, right here on ESPN Radio Savannah, AM 1400, 104.3 FM, WSEG, and it's all part of the Southern Pigskin Radio Network. And now, back to the Carl DeMasi Sports Report, sponsored by Optum Orthopedics on ESPN Radio Savannah Hilton Head, AM 1400 and FM 104.3. And I'm Carl and I'm glad you can listen to the Call of the Monster Sports Report every Saturday morning from 9 until 11 right here on ESPN Radio Savannah, AM 1400, 104.3 FM. And it's presented to you by Optum Orthopedics. They're doctor-led and patient-focused. Used to be the Southeastern Orthopedic Center. Now they're in the same place. Now they're called Optum Orthopedics at 210 East Red Avenue right here, as I'd love to say, in lovely, lovely Savannah, Georgia. And once again, we've been playing the Masters theme song for the Masters that's going on. But once again, Sweet Georgia Brown. That's one of my favorites. Also, one another another great sports song that represents another, another great, great uh, sporting event or sports team that goes on here in the United States. And this man's got himself involved in dancing stars of coastal Georgia to benefit the Alzheimer's Association. He's got a Gator. He's got the Gator Golf Classic coming up April 28th. I mean, he's all over the place now. I, every time you look, there's Gator Rivers. I think he thinks he's traveling worldwide with the Harlem Globetrotters again, even though he does travel with the Harlem Globetrotter legends. And he's joining us now on the ESPN Radio Savannah AM 1400 104.3 FM hotline. That's the man himself, Larry Gator Rivers. Good morning, Larry. Good morning, sir. How are you? Hey Gator, I'm like you. We're talking sports. We're talking about what's going on in sports, and I uh, and I know you've been you've been a man all over town the last couple of weeks. Uh, so w- what's happening with you? I know you got another another event coming on a three on three tournament. You want to talk about? Tell us about it. That's what it's all about. Savannah's listening. Well, it's all about giving back and helping those who are in need. We're working in conjunction with the Alzheimer's uh, Association to raise funds as well as awareness to this dreaded disease. However, we're doing a celebrity golf tournament on the 28th of April uh, to benefit 
Alzheimer's, as well as a three-on-three tournament at Beach High School. The three-on-three tournament is a little different. We're doing mixed gender. We're doing uh, uh, boys and girls playing together, men and women playing together. And what we're trying to do is bring attention to a new league that's coming out of the Northeast uh, called Mixed Gender Basketball Association. So we're doing a lot of things here in Savannah to, uh, to help as well as to entertain and to bring awareness to certain diseases here. Well, give it, give us this, the specifics on this three-on-three co-ed basketball tournament. I mean, uh, you got to let us know the rules, too. Can two guys touch the ball or they have to give it to the girl? How is this all going to work? Yes, uh, we, we're doing a three-on-three mixed-gender basketball tournament. Uh, on It starts April 25th through the 26th. Uh, it's $15 entry fee. And that goes to Alzheimer's as well as Beach High School uh, Farmer's Market. Uh, we're, we're, we're really trying to get kids involved and, and, and aware of what Alzheimer's is all about. But that's going to kick off starting at 6 o'clock on, on Friday, and then it'll go through Saturday, and then we'll have the golf tournament on Monday. So it's the weekend before the golf tournament, and that's the Gator Golf Classic, which is benefiting the Dancing Stars of Coastal Georgia, the Alzheimer's Association, a local chapter here, and uh, he's got a basketball three-on-three tournament. Now, Gator, I mean, you just said there's a co-ed basketball league. I've never even heard of this because, you know, usually when the guys play with the girls, the girls never touch the ball. How is this going to work out? What we're doing is putting two of the same gender on the court at all times. In other words, if there's if there's uh, if we're playing three on three, then it has to be uh, two girls and one guy, or two guys and one girl. Uh, if we're playing five on five, it has to be two of the same gender on the court at all times. So it'll be two girls and three guys, or uh, three girls and two guys. But you know, basketball has become. Uh, I mean, there's so much parity now in basketball, both on the women and men's side, and you have. Ex- extraordinary women athletes as well as extraordinary men athletes. But when you put them in positions, there's there's not too much difference. Uh, What we're looking at with mixed-gender basketball is really organic basketball where the movement is equal. The passes are equal. A jump shot from a woman, a sweet jump shot from a woman is just as pretty as a sweet jump shot from a guy. So we're, we're going to bring this to, 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 to the front, to the forefront. We want people and kids to understand that the game is about talent, it's about movement, it's about sharing the ball. And, and you mentioned something there. When guys and girls get on the court together, the girls never see the ball. But that has changed because girls now handle that ball just as well as guys. <laughs> and I've been seeing to that in my Gator Ball Academy. <laughs> well, I, I, you've seen enough basketball to last uh, 20 people a lifetime, and uh, it's pretty special that you're giving back now to another association and you're raising money up here. And uh, it's something it's something sweet that you're giving back. And, I mean, we saw what happened on Monday night. I mean, Connecticut men's, Connecticut men's basketball team wins, the ladies win. I mean, what's awesome. going on here in Connecticut? Gator, awesome, awesome. I mean, you know, you, you look at you look at both those teams. I'm sure that there are some girls that can play small forward with that team. 
uh, 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 play uh, two guard or even bring it up at the point. I mean, the, the talent is becoming extraordinary. So what we want to do with mixed gender basketball is bring that to the public, whereas in areas like Brunswick, it would be a great place to have a mixed-gender uh, professional basketball team. Uh, Savannah, Georgia, uh, uh, Hilton Head, even Richmond Hill. We're looking at putting a team in Richmond Hill as well as one in Savannah, Georgia. And the beauty of this thing, we're not going to stop raising money for Alzheimer's. We're going to continue to benefit those organizations. And then, too, the teams are going to be all church-based and public. So what we're looking at is getting all the churches involved and, 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 uh, and communities involved in ownership of these teams so as they can have this, all this state in their community. Well, I'm Carl Demasi. You're listening to the Carl Demasi Sports Report. I'm talking to Larry Gator Rivers, former Harlem Grove Globetrotter, now a Harlem Globetrotter legend, and uh, he's taking part in the Dancing Stars of Coastal Georgia, raising money for the uh, Coastal Georgia chapter of the Alzheimer's Association. He has a big golf tournament coming up, Gator Golf Classic, on April 28th at the club at Savannah Harbor. Uh, they need whole sponsors. They need sponsors. They need you to uh, get out there and play. Uh, and once again, now he's going to have a three-on-three -three basketball tournament before the Golf Classic. So once again, what were those dates again for the three-on-three -three tournament, Gator? Pardon? What were the dates for the three-on-three basketball co-ed basketball tournament again? Sign-ups will start at 5 o'clock on Friday, April 25th. Games will start that night at 7.30, right after tryouts for the uh, Mixed-Gender Basketball Association. And then games will go all day Saturday with a farmer's market. At the school there, we're going to have organic produce out there to match the organic basketball that's being played in the gym. So we're looking for a grand time. Come on out, buy you some fresh vegetables, or make your donations to Alzheimer's, and uh, play some three-on-three. And do you have this on a website anywhere where we can find this? You can find this on the Alzheimer's website as well as Bruce Capers, I'm sorry, Capers Productions. Capers, now the website is capersenterprises.com. Okay, I'll make sure I look that up and I'll get that out there on Facebook. Once again, Larry Gator Rivers giving back to the community that he's grown up in and loves and has come back to make a big impact. Hey, keep those dancing feet going, buddy, and keep up the great work. Hey, tell him to like me on Facebook. I, I will definitely pass it on. I will pass that on. Once again, Larry, have a great Saturday, and I appreciate all the info, and I'll see you before you get there on that dancing stage. Looking forward to it. Take care. You got it. Larry Gator Rivers, remember, he's our representative for the dancing. He's one of the 12 dancers in Dancing Stars of Coastal Georgia to raise money for the Alzheimer's Association. Him and Stephen Weeks are teaming together to form or do the Gator Golf Classic on April 28, 2014 at the club at Savannah Harbor. If you want to get involved, give uh, Stephen a call at 596-6016, or you can uh, like Gator Rivers on Facebook. And once again, he's doing his three-on-three co-ed basketball tournament April 25th and April 26th to benefit the Alzheimer's Association and the Beach High School's Farmer's Market. Stay tuned. We'll be right back to close this uh, baby out. You're listening to the Call of the Monster Sports Report brought to you by Optum Orthopedics right here on ESPN Radio Savannah, AM 1400, 104.3 FM, WSCG, and it's all part 
of that Southern Pigskin Radio Network. And now, back to the Carl DeBossi Sports Report, sponsored by Optum Orthopedics on ESPN Radio, Savannah Hilton Head, AM 1400, and FM 104.3. <laughs> to the Call of the Monster Sports Board every Saturday from 9 until 11 right here on ESPN Radio, AM 1400, 104.3 FM, WSEG. And i got to thank Optum Orthopedics for helping me out do that. They present this show every week. Remember, they're doctor and patient-focused, and without them, I wouldn't be able to talk about local sports. And uh, once again, PJ, my producer down there in the Golden Isle, PJ Zuko, this goes so by so quick every Saturday, and I know you got something special going on, because following my show, we're going to have a live broadcast with the, the three local guys, well, sorry, two local guys, that uh, the two local guys that do three and out every Monday through Friday here from three to six, uh, BJ Bennett and Kevin Tom Thomas. We got Matt uh, Osborne on the road up there at the Georgia Southern uh, Spring Game, so I'm excited to listen to this. Uh, tell us what's going to happen. Yeah, it'll be interesting out there. You got Kevin and BJ out there up at Sapelo Hammock, basically just uh, letting you know what's going on, letting you know how uh, how the golf is going and and whatnot. Like you said, Matt, up at the Georgia Southern Spring Game, and can you believe it feels like yesterday? Florida State was beating Auburn in the national championship game, and now already spring games are already being played. So pretty awesome there on that front. But, yeah, definitely stay tuned. They're going to get you uh, up to date on everything that's going on at Sapelo Hammock today. Um, they're going to get you basically right there. They're going to let you know uh, what's going on, how it looks, how the, how the greens are being played and whatnot out there at Sapelo Hammock. So definitely can't wait for that. It's going to be from 11 to 1, like you said, right after your show. So stay tuned. Uh, uh, ESPN Savannah uh, and Hilton Head, just keep it right here, and you, you'll have the guys with you. I mean, it's the Neesmith Chevrolet Classic, uh, and it's the NGA Tour, which is the National Golf Association Tour, which is like a minor league of the PGA Tour. And, uh, I mean, it's just something special. They're doing it right here in our backyard, and those guys are going to be in location. Those guys, I mean, Kevin Thomas and uh, B.J. Bennett, uh, Matt Osborne traveling up to uh, Georgia Southern for the spring game. And, uh, you know, for you and I, uh, P.J., it's gone very quickly since Florida State won the national championship. But I'm telling you, for the, for the fo college football fanatic, this seems like the longest part of the year. That's the way I feel. Well, I actually feel like, honestly, I feel like the, the longest part of the year, for me at least, um, is coming up right around the corner. Because, yeah, you have spring practices, but you, you don't really get to see a lot. You just get a glimpse of what you're going to have in this spring game. And then the summertime hits and you hear about stuff happening. But unless you go to the practices and see them yourself, uh, you're kind of just sitting around waiting and checking ESPN to see what they have to say about what's going on with your team. So, um, And to, for me also, so the NCAA tournament kind of holds me over this little stretch of no football, um, but uh, we'll have to see what happens. Obviously, like you, you, like you said, like we said, very exciting. A lot of spring games uh, being played today. Hey, I know uh, my guys, Penn State, playing at 1:30 up there in Beaver Stadium. So, but uh, just had to get that in there. But yeah, Matt Osborne up there at Georgia Southern. Can definitely bring back some some great insight of how the Eagles are doing and how Willie Fritz uh, how his new offense looks and whatnot with the uh, with the Georgia Southern Eagles. 
Uh, I know my son, uh, Russell, who played there, uh, now he's coaching up at Shorter University. He made the trek down uh, with his uh, good friend, Blake DiBartolo, and they, they, went, they, they went to the fun. Well, they're going to the fundraiser tonight after the uh, spring game. They're excited about it. We got two local guys, as far as I know, Nardo Govan from Savannah Christian and uh, Russell Wilson from Savannah Christian. Hopefully, we'll see some time in that spring game. So, we got some local flavor there. We also got, you know, don't forget the Savannah State spring game here tonight at 6 o'clock. Uh, local university has big time football. So, uh, it's going to be all over the place. You have the G game up there in Athens. So, everywhere you turn, you got a spring football game. Yeah, exactly. Going to definitely have a bunch of highlights. If you're a junkie like me, you get on ESPN3 and check out all the spring games and uh, be able to watch them all. But, yeah, Savannah State up there having their spring game as well, like you said, 6 o'clock tonight. Uh, interesting venue there for, for a 6 o'clock a night game spring game. So that's pretty exciting. I, I heard their spring practices were at, like, 5.45 in the morning or something like that. So they, they make that transition from morning practices to uh, the spring game at night. That's pretty interesting. Well, the reason why they did is because of scheduling uh, the kids, you know, our students first, which a lot of people are uh, fighting now they should get paid money for it. That's another day that we got to get into that, PJ. PJ, once again, always a great job, and I know you won't be here next week, and have a great holiday, and I'll, I'll see you in two weeks. Yep, sounds good to me. Hey, buddy, always a great job. Keep up the great work. I appreciate your help. Hey, thank you, man. Thank you for letting me on and letting me do this with you. Great job to you as well. Another great show in the books. And that's PJ Zuko, the producer of the Call of Demasi Sports Report. We'll be back here next weekend for more of the Call of Demasi Sports Report. Whatever you may be doing this weekend, always, always hit it out of the park. Until next weekend, we'll talk to you later. The Call of Demasi Sports Report, brought to you by Optum Orthopedics and Southern Pigskin Radio Network. This has been the Carl DeMasi Sports Report, sponsored by Optum Orthopedics on ESPN Radio, Savannah Hilton Head, AM 1400 and FM 104.3.